putting on my shades as usual <laughs> yeah so uh this is uh the punk rock libertarians podcast episode 210 yeah i'm here tonight with philip dassing and, and special guest maj Torre of black guns matter What's you are up? the founder of black guns matter absolutely yes <laughs> absolutely for sure Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming down, man. I really appreciate it. I know it was kind of short notice, too. Dude, we're like huge fans of you here. Um, And then uh, I'm sure you you realize most libertarians are huge fans of you. Yeah. Yeah, man. (laughs) That's that's like a good good, um, squad to have support of. People that like get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As as, as freedom-minded and and liberty-based, that's a good squad to, you know, be be a part of and, um, and get respect from. It's easy to get respect from people that live in extreme world. It's, it's, it's a lot more um, valued to me. It's a lot more valued and it's a lot more um, appreciated when it's balanced minds, objective thinkers that, that rock with you. So, uh, you know, I appreciate it. I, I, feel like, I feel like you're really bringing people together. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's just like libertarian people, you know, who exist from all, all, different, all, certain, all different types of races, right? Yeah. But, you know, it, it's, there's this uh, stereotypical demographic of libertarians being white males. Yeah. And it's like a lot of people who identify as libertarians are white males. Yep. But um, it, it's, uh, it's, it's also, to me, it's, it's just like common sense that uh, m- minorities would appreciate the ideas of liberty and that with liberty, um, the whole idea of liberty is, uh, you know, all individuals should have the same rights. And the smallest minority is the individual. Correct. All, all, so it's not even should. We do. The process is to get people to understand that. So, for example, if most, most of urban America has freedom-based ideologies, right? Leave me alone. Leave my stuff alone. I'm going to leave your stuff alone. And we good. You know what I'm saying? You could do whatever you want in your house. I'm going to do what I want in my house. Um, they just haven't been told that that's the title, you know, so civics being removed from schools is like, oh, that's what I was doing the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Which the, the trashy part is the libertarian movement, the party, the movement generally, you know, overall, that level of understanding or translating that, you know, is, the PR has been trash, you know. And so it's like, it's kind of like, you ever see that movie? Um, I forget what it's called, but it was like a cigarette movie. But anyway. He uh, says, thank you for smoking. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, come on, people. Like, cigarettes are cool and available and, you know, cheap. They practically sell themselves. And it's kind of like, yo, it's freedom. It's from a demographic of people that have, have been, you know, ostracized to a certain extent. It's, this should be practically selling itself, you know. Um, but, you know, I ain't really going to trip too much over about what we haven't done. Oh, but I, I appreciate what you just said because, like, I've always said, I've said this a million times on the podcast, mm-hmm. that most people are libertarian. They just don't know it yet. Yep. You know, I think most people just believe in freedom. Most people just want to do what they want to do. If they're not hurting anybody, they believe that they should be left alone, and they, they think the same of others. You know? Exactly. Um, I, was but, saying, I think, like, I think a lot of people, they'll get scared. Like, they get scared, like... Like you said before, like you know, arming black people, like that type of thing yeah. scares. It's, it's that kind of idea kind of scares people sometimes. But and at the same time, since like since like uh, politics in this country have gotten so crazy, I feel like since uh, Trump, 
and yeah. it's like everybody's just like so polarized where it's like i almost feel like i mean maybe i've, I've just started to maybe i feel like i'm naive because people are so like at each other's throats no nah, that shit ain't start with like trump that started i mean so americans have short memory spans like i call it like the goldfish thing a goldfish for seven seconds believes that its entire seven seconds it's how it's felt its entire life right so if a goldfish is sad for seven seconds it feels like it's been sad its entire life that's a short attention span we got to remember george bush jr was the most hated polarizing person right up until that point yeah up until that point <laughs> yeah and then so then depending on which quote-unquote side you're on quote-unquote exactly right? then obama shows up who does horrible things policy wise for freedoms and liberties yes right mm -hmm. and then people that's on that might identify with the right are like oh my god i can't believe this yeah i, mean, I always think the worst president is the one that's right now because that's the one we've got to deal with right, right now you know and i also always think like the next president is going to be the worst president because <laughs> it seems like they just keep getting worse yeah it to does me. feel like that because 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 we the pendulum keeps swinging too far and too left and we out of balance liberty principles and freedom principles that are balanced you know what I'm saying? We got to get back to time where it's just regular people, regular people that want to serve the communities that they're from that are in political positions. Right now, we turned it into like this rock star thing. You know what I'm saying? And your rock star status should be based on how you've been able to create things that serve the people. If that's not the case, then we, sh we, we, we shouldn't be able to look at you as a rock star. I look at Rep. Thomas Massey as a rock star. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that there's certain people that are in alignment with freedom and those concepts. Those people are rock stars for those reasons, not because they was famous on television. You know what I'm saying? Or even in being objective, okay, you famous for being on television and I might like you for those reasons, but what are your policies as well? How are you serving the republic? You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much it. If we can get back into that space, then we'll be good. But right now we we too extreme on both sides. Um, where would you, where would you say that that you've met the most opposition? Um, would you say you've met like uh, the most opposition from the right or the left? Or, I mean, what, what do you think? I get the most opposition from um, people in the gun community because I'm not a trainer. People that want to be so like see Jesus, see Judas, see Caesar, see Brutus. It's you in the same camp, and we fighting for these things. People in the gun community, did you take a picture and your, your finger was on the trigger and then they got mad? Not or what? They, they, so some of those guys get upset because I've worked with them before and I'm like, yo, we got to move forward. I can't, we got to restructure it for, for me to come back to that city. So there's guys that like got their panties in a bunch over that. You know, there's, there's, there's people that I didn't allow to take advantage of me and they felt taken advantage of because I didn't let them trick me out of 30, 40% of my company. Those people are like wow. the backbiters and shit like that. Oh, I saw you with Hickok Forty Five, son. By the yeah. way, on YouTube, that that yeah. was cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, John, John's a good dude. Cool. John's a real good dude. Yeah, I, I like him. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like it's like that's where you really get the most, but that's not real. What the, the the rumble for us is now galvanizing all of this energy from the gun community and beginners and all of that, and turning more and more people into political power. I mean, you know, it just blows my mind that the gum community would, would give you yeah, any shit. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, 
Those, you have the possibility of expanding the gun community. That's why I said so it scares much. people. I because, like that. Right. You know, I because I, I've, I've watched a lot of your interviews. I've been a fan of yours for a while. We're friends on Facebook. You, mm-hmm. you probably don't know it because I'm sure you have like five thousand friends. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of yours and what you're doing. And I believe I even heard you say, you know, that a lot of black people look at guns and they've been told to look at guns like it's like this uh, tool of crime. Right. You know, and it's like it's really that that's like how the white media pushes it on them. The people that the people that I've gotten that pushback from for me individually have been. um, That's just jealous dudes like that's just envy. That's that's just what happens. You know what I'm saying? Um, As far as like law enforcement, they love what we do. People that's being solid people. You kind of got to be hard pressed to fight against somebody saying, yo, I'm not a trainer, I'm not an instructor, I'm not a lawyer, I'm going to come to your town and we're going to link you up with trainers, instructors, lawyers, rangers in your community and build that relationship. You hard-pressed to really fight against that. You, it got to be some deep-seated insecurities and hate that's brewing in you. So I can't even really necessarily call that pushback. That's them exposing the fact that they, you know, they like confused fans. Like, I can say... You can say, yo, I, I rock with you. I've been a fan. I watch it. That, there's a certain level of confidence in the ability to say that. It's like hip-hop artists. Sometimes you in America, you go to a hip-hop concert, right? Unless the person has already made it. They're a huge artist. Other than that, if you like, let's say if you you a mid to small level artist, you're never going to get love at the show because everybody in the audience is either there they like because they want to perform next. They're going to perform next. Or they man that's with him, or they homies is with him. I'm not giving a guy on stage love because I'm, I'm the man, or my man is the man. So there's there's a lack of understanding of looking at and appreciating a thing from purely an a, 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 like a spectator or a fan's perspective. There's joy in that though to be able to go to somebody else's concert and be like, yo, they killed it. You know what I'm saying? Letting go of ego and letting go of false ego and all that other type of shit is difficult. But they can't really push back because they haven't done enough work. You know what I'm saying? There's no, you can't move us. The reason why we've been able to maneuver and get positive uh, feedback and completely left-leaning you know, um, media outlets is because of the fact that we on point. You, if, if, the, if the left ain't pushing back because they like, look, I, I don't know. These guys just seem to be doing the right thing. If the left ain't pushing back and, and we getting love from people that are way above our pay grade, that tells you to be doing something right. The people that's just doing that in the, in, in the meanwhile, they just kind of like on something else. But as far as like, you know, the, the, going back to the fear point, there, there are like white males that's biased. There's a lot of people in bigger gun organizations that's biased. They have their little select amount of people that they want to cater to. And that's cool. They might say like they want to empower all Americans. Yeah. And that it sounds so, good on so, like a bumper sticker yeah. or something. Like like, I, I believe I heard that you're you're not a fan of the MRA, uh, the MRA, the NRA. I'm um I'm no longer a member of the NRA. Yeah, they, like uh, I've always kind of thought that they're just like there to collect names to give them to the cops once they decide to take the guns. Yo, <laughs> no, so so we've been tossing around this idea in our head of you know is the NRA a law enforcement agency, in damn. the sense of, I mean the, the rank and file is law enforcement, and I get it. You know, but it's like, okay, if the vast majority of the people that I'm trying to protect are law enforcement people, right? And those laws 
extreme risk protection orders are horrible. Yeah. Red flag laws are horrible. Yeah, we got them in Maryland, and uh, several people have already died from it and right. shit. And like, it's it's just like you get one person that uh, you know a neighbor, you piss off a neighbor, and he knows you got a gun. You piss him off, you run you run into the wrong person, you just you know whatever you do. Yeah, and we had the, they we had can the just red, call you in, man. We had the red the, uh, the red flag law passed in our state by a Republican governor yep. who everybody swore was going to let us keep the guns. Yeah. Rhinos everywhere. Well, yeah, and you can get in a political disagreement with your, you know, with your nephew that you disagree with, and you can be like, oh, this guy is crazy <laughs> because <laughs> I just, believe in freedom. That's the thing and is, they can come in and take away your guns. People can just say, that's what indictments are. Somebody said that you did a thing. Yeah. Not proven. Not, you know, as a person that has been accused of heinous things. Yeah, it's a no-due process. Yeah, it's just like we're going to allow or the attempt is to try to allow public opinion to be the, you know, like the court of public opinion to be the actual court. And that's not the case. That's why it's very important for us as freedom-minded people to make sure, yo, I don't got to agree with your freedom. I don't have to agree with it. I, it might not even be my thing, but it's your thing. And I'm going to make sure that freedom is the is the foundation of that. You know what I'm saying? Saying that to say, that's the reason why urban America resonates with us. I mean, doesn't it? I, I know I, I respect that you're not getting too into the the politics right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but like with, with Trump, it, it just dawned on me like uh, a few times mm-hmm. that it seems to me that if any president could get away with taking uh, away the guns, mm-hmm. it would be him. Of course. Just because yeah. everything the right does, they're, everything he does, the right's always filleting him. Yeah. And then everything the left does... You know, I mean, well, they're not going to care, give a shit if he takes away the guns. I think that there's there's a uh, with great power comes great responsibility. So for me, if I wanted to create a cult, I probably could. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or a culture. Yeah. Right. So that's a great way to put it. I think that you know he's 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 kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the late '80s and early '90s, maybe into the <laughs> early 2000s. You have this. You've been on a 40 year hot streak. And, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, gets famous for lifting weights, does this, does that, marries into, like, the Kennedy family and all of this other stuff and becomes the governor and that yeah, and that, yeah. makes billions and billions of dollars in box office sales. And we start liking him, but not necessarily paying attention to the policies. So, for example, his son, Don Trump Jr., follows me on Instagram. We chop it up occasionally, right? I don't think his dad's doing, I think his dad is doing a great job financially, like finances and the mm-hmm. economy, I think he's killing it. But I think he's not pro two A. I think I don't think he's doing really good Second Amendment stuff. No, I don't. So think I'm not, I'm I don't not think gonna, he gives a shit about the Second Amendment personally. Now, with that yeah. being the case, I think that he's he's used pe- because you know the NRA was like, "Yo, this is our president." And I, and I was there at the first, you know, when he spoke at the NRA in Atlanta. I mean, if you held a gun to my head and you made me choose between Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, I had to pick one of them. Mm-hmm. I would have chosen Donald Trump. And like I think he's probably doing a better job than Hillary would have done. Hillary was sounding like she wanted to take us to war with Russia yeah, right yeah. off the get-go. Exactly. But, you know, at the same time, like he's just not principled in any way shape or form, you know. And then, uh, like, economically, with all the the tariffs he's placing, you know, that's just going to make goods that that we buy, you know, if we can get shit for cheap, good for us. You know, just go up, and it's going to make the American people pay more in the long run. Or people will stop buying a bunch of shit that they don't need. So, for example, in Philly, we're talking about this, you know, the big conversation is around for the last few years, the sugar, sugary drinks tax, Uh right? uh And it's like, on one hand, you know, we were literally talking about this this morning. On one hand, I'm seeing, okay, schools, because education is a serious thing. Some of that money's like actually going to back into schools because our mayor like campaigned on education, right? 
Now, part of me is like, yo, adding another tax, nah. But then another part of me is like, damn, maybe people will stop drinking sugary drinks as much as they do. So we always weigh in that, that scenario. Now, again, do I'm not- Do you think people f- are stopping? I mean, I mean, if you have to pay a quarter more, are you not going to buy that soda? You're going to buy something without sugar it d- it in it? Depends on, it depends on- I think that if you if you're principled and saying, "Yo, I'm not I'm not supporting this," and if I if I didn't vote for it, I'm gonna do a thing with my dollar to go. You know what? This is the reason why we're not buying sugary tax drink. You know, sugary drinks because of this tax. I think it, I think it becomes more than just a notion or something you say or say I disagree with this. Okay, now your dollars and your choices need to reflect that. Well, I mean, you could also go back. Let's keep stay on the sugary tax for a second, mm-hmm. okay? So um, the reason why sugary drinks are are ch- so cheap, in fact, is because the government subsidizes mm-hmm. corn far- farmers. Yep. So you know they're already taking money from us yep. to subsidize corn farmers yep. to lower the price. Yep. But then they're going to take even more from us by selling it to, back to, to punish us. Concept, right. Whereas if they didn't give the farmers the money in the first place, and the sugary drinks were more expensive just Nobody because of the market. The first place. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it would it would all exit, exited each other out. And that's what I'm saying. That balance and understanding of that, and that questions even having those conversations around. Well, we got to put the five percent the, the tax. Well, do you actually? You know what I'm saying? And and if so, and if not, why? Those are the parts of the process that getting people from urban America to have that conversation first and foremost, not limited to, and then make a decision based on that well-rounded concept, not just saying, well, hey, he did do the right thing with the sugary tax money, but then have a deeper question. You know what I'm saying? So all of these things are, are, are all tied into, again, going back into the Trump scenario. It's like, okay, some of the things that he did with the finance, cutting the red tape, you know, unemployment, da 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 da. Okay, cool. But what about over here? What about that scenario? It's it's more than just you do one thing and that's the one thing. It's a, called a ripple or a butterfly effect for a reason. Yeah. And the biggest and quickest and most powerful way to you know have more of a solid foundation is to cut out a lot of the things that we've been doing habitually over time just because they tradition. Just because you've been doing, oh, we're going to tax people doesn't mean that. That's how you have to continue going, especially when we say, yo, we can show you a different way based on a more freedom based mindset. Urban America responds to that. But if nobody's dialoguing and having a conversation from the gate about that, especially in urban America, we can't even get started around that civic understanding of things. Cool. So I'm going to let the Hardly Boys come get to you. Are <laughs> <laughs> you guys out, out there solving mysteries? <laughs> so, you know, um, an- another thing I, I like that I've heard you, you say in an interview, uh, I like this a lot, because it's, it's not said often enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it, um, I imagine you guys have something like this in Philly because you, you were kind of talking about it. But, uh, you know, in uh, Maryland right now, if you want to buy a pistol legally, you've got to pay like, I think it's like 200 and some dollars to get this uh, license and take this course, yeah. you know, so it, it and I like how you mentioned how that that really limits, uh, you know, economically deprived people Correct. from uh, achieving their right. Correct. It's too. It's sort of they, what they're doing is raising the barrier to entry. That's not something yeah, that's we have a, in Pennsylvania. Um, you have to take a license to carry. So Pennsylvania is an open carry state. Yeah. But in Philly, which is the biggest contradiction, right? Yeah. In Philly, if you carry, they strongly, you got to have, you have to carry concealed because Philly's the only city of the first class, Hmm. meaning a million or more inhabitants, right? Which is completely contradictory and unconstitutional because you made a statute for a city that supersedes your state constitution. Yeah. Which is clearly wrong, right? How would you prefer to carry? Would you prefer to carry open or concealed? No, I carry concealed. 
Okay. <laughs> well, my character still all Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, I agree. You should have the freedom to choose. Right. I yeah. believe that. I believe all states should be constitutional carry. If you want to carry open, cool, do it. If you want to carry concealed, cool, do it. Buy the gun, carry it the way that you want to. It's very simple. I think we've, and I say we because even though we're not 100 years old, nobody in this room, we are society. And we have allowed this shit to keep going further and further and further in opposition to freedom. So at a certain point, we got to start going like, yo, it's not like just these imaginary people. We have to start informing the populace about very freedom-based ideology. I mean, we got fucking history books that exists, right? Let's talk about that. Let's have make this be the conversation. Make sure that you have firearms to defend the things that you value, right? And then we're going to inform people. And then our elected officials say, you know, not even elected officials, elected servants say, you know, bro, we on this freedom wave. And if that's not what you about, then you can't really be here. There needs to be more of like a, a Suge Knight you know what I'm saying? <laughs> mentality right? in politics. If you're not about freedom, you can't really pump on this block. That's just what it is. But that's how it is here in Maryland. Like we got these uh, that right now it's actually passed and it's headed to the governor uh, governor's desk about these uh, um, concealed carry uh, boards where it's mm -hmm. like a citizen board where before it was like in this state you have to prove why you need to carry a gun mm -hmm. to a Yo bunch of a May issue state yeah May yeah, issue, May May issue. issue. Yeah. so I mean now they're trying to take that away uh, the because now because what everyone's kind of campaigning for and they're like well you know we, we want to keep these civilian boards because they overturned a lot of these people who were denied because they're like civilian board I guess and so th that's now the discussion the discussion is Hey man, like it's my right as an American. It's my right as a person. Like I should be able to, you know, protect myself, carry. Right. But now it's like, well, no, we need to keep these citizen review boards. And they're like, no, we need to have government and police boards. Yeah. Like that's this conversation. It shifts. How you shift that though is with the money. So if everybody in Maryland said, "Hey Walmart, we like you for whatever reason," if you do right, we're not going to give you any of our money because. We are all collectively organized around the idea that um, the politicians that give you tax breaks and all of these other different things, they are very anti-freedom. So every Wednesday at Walmart, nobody in Maryland is buying anything from Walmart. And before I, I, I like that it, idea, but it, it, it's kind of a luxury to be able to boycott Walmart because, you know, Walmart is the cheapest guy in town. So and some people can't afford more than that. Yes, they can, because a lot of things you spending money on sugary fucking drinks. Or well, no, I'm, what, I'm not. What, I'm not what, saying. I'm not I'm saying that everybody can. Everybody. I mean, a lot of people can afford more than that. But then there are some people that just can't. There's some people no, that are just. Uh, you have to by. make. Listen, motherfucking George Washington and the boys, with no engine over a slushy river, like went across the river to kill the other side. At a certain point, if you want certain liberations and freedoms, certain concepts and certain sacrifices have to be made. So, for example, I can't talk to my homie that's like, "Yo, man, I can't afford X, Y, and Z." Bro, what? I, I see you eat out four times a week, and I'm not saying you can't. I'm saying at what point, that, that's where it comes back to the individual responsibility to be disciplined for the things that you say you want. That's right. Because if everybody goes, we're not shopping at Walmart, and it's like, yo, can I get on uh, Craigslist and find that TV that I want for maybe similar? It might not be as new. You might have to do an extra step. But on Wednesdays, we don't shop at fucking Walmart. Yeah, Walmart fair enough. Will lean I mean, on you those... could always go to the fucking Goodwill, right? Walmart right. Wednesdays, you heard it first. And then, right. you, you can You're also get some amazing deals there. Go to right. Aldi, man. Aldi's cheaper. Better go to Walmart. And this, and this is my point. So okay. on, on one hand, we say, 
oh, we can't do it. No, there's always been an individual and collective effort to get the things that you want. It's just now we in such a space of marshmallowization of America that it's like when we go, oh, man, that's messed up that they're doing that. All right, well, what the fuck you going to do next? Like right. you're just going to say, oh, it's, yeah. oh, we made a meme about it. <laughs> All right, so the fuck what? And that's the trick to, to social media. The way that the human mind works, the neurons when you imagine in some shit and the neurons when you actually doing the shit is the same neurons that are firing. So your mind has tricked yourself into thinking you actually did some shit. And you didn't. You just talked about it and visualized it and got in this heated debate with your fucking thumbs. That's like on, it, on a gram. Yeah, yeah. I hear like I totally hear you, man. Like that's like one thing, you know, I, I realized when I start, first started like social media and stuff, I'd put out like some like cool memes or just articles or just like some type of libertarian point and I real uh, I realized like that's all that got me is like a like. You right. know what I mean? Like I don't know, maybe maybe somewhere somewhere out there someone saw it and was like it resonated with them and it tripped and it sent them down a path. But doubtful i mean you know all i gotten back in return was i get like two or three likes if that you know you, you gotta go do it has to be both of those things i'm a fan of you know like when people say you know well it's it's the system well it is kind of the system but we the system and it's also individual responsibility when you take one out of that equation when you go well it's only you fucked up your your, your balance is off so when you go oh no it's 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 it's, it's just only the person well what do you mean so like slavery in america was just the person stop the bullshit it has to, you have to address both of them so yeah i'll hit you with a mean and i'll make a joke about it and we'll communicate about it but then we're gonna go okay this is what we're gonna do about this too the meme it's like it's like in um like i don't know people like read the bible and stuff faith without works is like pretty much nothing yep you know what i'm saying yeah. so okay i'm saying oh hell yeah hit them with the meme it creates the paradigm shifts it, it, it puts a different inception into whoever's head. I'm all the way there for that. But then it has to become, okay, we don't like this. We are not in America. You vote with your dollar first every day. Yeah. So it's like, yo, we don't fuck with this. We And we're going to test like when my friends go, um, we had this big conversation on, on social media. Yeah. And um, it's like we made a list of places that are anti-gun. And here's the antithesis. These are the places that you can go spend your money at, right? And Wait, got, so, so you don't eat Ben and Jerry's? No. <laughs> Dude, but it's so good. It is. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, we started saying, you know, like, um, guys would start saying, because you'll see those signs, no, you know, fucking Beretta. That's how I read it, because well, good thing I don't have a Beretta on me. Right? <laughs> so... Those guys will go, yeah, concealed is concealed. And I'm like, yeah, that's one way of doing it. I get you. But that doesn't really give the company an impetus to change that policy. If you start going, hey, Whole Foods, I really love your new grocery stores. They're awesome. You have bars in them. And I've probably given you about $60,000 over the last however many years. It's unfortunate that I cannot give you any more of my money because you have a position that... I am, you don't want me in uh, your shop with a firearm just in case some weirdo comes in to defend life. Because they're not going to listen to that sign. They're not going to listen to that sign. So when you say that to, to Walmart or Whole Foods or whoever and go, I would love for you guys to revisit this policy. But until then, me and my constituents can't really give you any money anymore. Then that gives them an impetus to go, 
hold on now. On Wednesdays, we lost how many hundred million dollars? Then they'll lean on those politicians and the politicians go, okay, I got to go with the tide. My, my constituents are saying, yo, we're not really doing this. If you, you know what I mean? And it's, it's in alignment with freedom. And we can have a conversation about how we can be safe and responsible gun owners and all of that. We open to that dialogue. What you just telling Americans or humans, no, just for no sake, you got to eat a dick. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> just what it is. That's a D. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> just what it is. And I think that if we succumb to the philosophy that we like are powerless and we, you lost right there from the gate, if we were to believe that with Black Guns Matter, we, we started with like our first class was in Baltimore on the tour. The very where, first where was one. that? Where was that? It was in uh, somewhere on a uh, King Center. I forget where, where was it. I think it was West so Baltimore. Oh, okay. okay, it was it was uh, the, the brother's name is uh, I forget it. I'll, I'll send it to y'all because you've gotten involved with MSI. I, yeah, I saw, like, you, squeaky. squeaky. Yep. So um, was that like involved with MSI? Yeah, Maryland it was when um, Dan Blasberg was over there. And, okay. um, um, That's Maryland Child Issue. Maryland Child yeah. Issue, right. And uh, Tim, Tim Montoya came through and a bunch of other dudes. And we had a, a lot of cool people. Um, but we did that with like maybe $800 like from Phil. Like we made the GoFundMe and was like, hey, let's just let's just go. And then it starts snowballing and keep going. But like we don't we don't got we up against like seven Goliaths. It's seven Goliaths. Like so fuck them. Like if I'm. It's not that deep if I'm alive because I'm not dead. And if I'm dead, I'm free anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. But when we have this defeatist mindset of, you know, and then we're using the social media to cope and, and kind of like complain about it but not putting no rumble in, nah, man, like you, you they, they really win because if they bluffing, a lot, uh, bluffing us a lot of times. And if I could bluff you, I could beat you. So a lot of times it's like, no, we're just going to go sue them. And then they catch a couple of lawsuits and they go, they like bullies. It's like, yo, we keep getting, like the nerds are punching us in the mouth now. So we can't <laughs> like do this anymore. You know what I'm saying? And that's the same mentality that all freedom fighters in international fucking waters, world history, have always, it's always a bunch of Goliaths and you got to have a fucking slingshot. Well, that was a good pull quote. That was, yeah. that was great. <laughs> no, you nailed it on that one. Good one. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like the whole world, it seems like pretty much has went like more gun control than we are. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you think we'll be able to stop it here? Yeah, or a lot of motherfuckers going to die. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it's very true. Like, yeah. like, yes, I mean, people are totally. dying in the state already from right. the red state. The uh, first uh, one. Or the red yeah. flag law. In Arundel County. Yeah. First yeah. one. Yeah. Red flag law. Elderly gentlemen. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Guess well, yeah, I mean, people proposing gun control are no doubt calling for the most violence. Right. D d listen, man, those people ain't really anti-gun, though. Yep. Yeah. They really just want, like, a state-sponsored monopoly on violence. Yep, <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, let's make just these guys have the guns. Idiot. Yeah, But then exactly. the funny thing is, if they on the left, they say, Hitler... Trump is Hitler. Yeah. yeah but please take away our guns. What the fuck is wrong yeah, with you? Exactly, yeah. That's the stupidest shit on <laughs> earth. Exactly, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just finding that balance. That's why, you know, again, like to earlier, like, first to add to, you, to that question as well, yeah, we can stop it. Because there's too many people here, even though they've been trying to, um, uh, inception again, to use that phrase again, to keep people thinking, like, no, this is for your safety, this is for your safety. 
I mean, that spell is deep, but a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of study, and a couple of couple dollars like can break that matrix really easy. You know what I'm saying? So it's too many people in America. Our arrogance and confidence alone makes us go like, who the fuck are you to tell me what I can't? There's Even if it's something wrong with that, it's still a certain level of arrogance that Americans, we got like this like, yo, fuck you. Like, I'm Rocky. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, totally. You know what I'm saying? So in order to convince, like it would have to be so long and like all of the people that think like us would like have to be dead. All of them like damn near at the same time. And it's almost impossible for that to happen. So um, the other thing is there needs to we are actually pushing back in international waters to make there's other countries that have things similar to the Second Amendment, South Africa. You know what I'm saying? These are places that's like, yo, world history, okay, go tell go tell the people of fucking um the Jewish people, like, yo, no guns. Okay, try that shit if you want to. They have points of reference that they like, yeah, fuck no. You know what I'm saying? And I think America's yeah, like the stronghold. Yeah, the people yeah. experience it. They they get it. You know, when push comes to shove, they get that. They get it. And so, no, I um I don't think it'll happen. That shit ain't gonna fucking happen on my watch. You know what I'm saying? It's just that if we want a conversation about freedom and safety and true um, American ideals, you know, the libertarian movement has to get the hood online with it. You know what I'm saying? We need we need more numbers on the board. It's a tug of war. You know what I'm saying? And we looking real light on this side. You know what I mean? Figuratively and literally. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, we not having the numbers. And the whole room in the libertarian room is white as fuck. Yeah. The I, left does a way better job, even with enslaving policies. They do, it's, they look like, like the fucking rainbow coalition in there. <laughs> and because they've gotten better because of the fact that they don't have facts. They have to figure out creative ways. Yeah. And because we freedom people, we go, we just want to be left alone. You do your thing. I'll do my thing. The problem with that is the other side wants your things. So it's we just going to leave us alone. And they like, no, we like coming for your shit. It's just like neoliberalism. Yeah. They just keep trying to like, they, yeah, it's, they just want control. Yep. And that's it. Yep. And then they just try to feel good, diversity, Look at all, and it's like they don't give a fuck. They don't about, give a fuck. They're just good at the fucking PR. The P, yeah. Exactly the PR. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The the gun control it's movement. Facade. The the gun control movement. Like every time there's a shooting, it it energizes them. Yep. You know, there's a school shooting, there's a mall shooting, there's a concert shooting, and that is what's that's what they're rallying around is the public safety. So you, it's almost it reminds me of abortion. The way you have these huge camps, these the the pro gun and the anti gun camps, yep. and one side is going look. This is my liberty. This is my defense mechanism. I, this is my safety, my safety blanket. Do not take these guns away. And the other side's going. We need to do something about these shootings. This mm-hmm. is a threat to public safety. And so you have this like irreconcilable differences where it's like it really does come down to numbers. Like you were saying, it's a tug of war between right. these two huge camps, and whoever has the most gets their politicians and gets their laws and gets things the way they want. Here's the thing to that though. This you can break down how false. The argument is because they rally around those mass shootings, which make up less than 1% of shootings. But nobody's talking about fucking New Orleans, which is actually the murder capital running for the last three years per capita. Nobody's even Chicago. They use Chicago as the talking point, but it's never a like, hey, this is a fucking, that's actually a public 
safety issue. I, I barely I hear about Baltimore. Right, people right. was like fucking body more. And, and, and the other thing yeah. too, I think like there would be more casualties if it weren't for the fact that there's like three world class hospitals right. within the city limits. Right. Like the body count would be even, even higher. higher. And and it's like you don't hear about that. But nope. any any like like Kyle was saying, like any mass shooting, it's just like oh my god. And a lot of them are just the loudest motherfuckers in the room. They're just yep. like the loudest. And it's you hear it for a week or two or that, and then it dies out. You, but see, again, this is where I, we got to be self-critical. So we did. A, I did an interview um, after the radio show that we have on Sundays uh, last Sunday, right? And the lady was like, straight, like worked with the Brady campaign, like I'm with Brady type shit. And what we we get so because we know that we're right, right? But you don't get anything for being right. You're just fucking right. <laughs> They'll go, their argument there is, you know, these deaths. And I'll go, yeah, trauma's trauma. You know, I, 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 it's fucked up what happens in the Parkland. It's fucked up what happens in the Stoneman Douglas. It's fucked up what happens in North Philly where I'm from. And I add that to the mix. And I go, what we're dealing with there is the issue of trauma and ignorance. They don't, we on the freedom side aren't being empathetic enough to the trauma. Because we know we're right. Yeah. yeah. So we go... Come on, those numbers don't even fucking add up. And we're right on the stats. But then the other side goes, but damn, you it's death is okay. They've been successful at painting us as if like we think it's death okay. Is okay. That it's okay. Right. And we don't adapt and the left has better fucking PR. They have to Because they they appeal to people's emotions yep. better. Because you know, when something like an awful thing happens, like with, you know, the Christchurch shooting, you know, that massacre that happened, like you knew what was going to happen next. Yeah. And it, you, you, no one even really gave time to grieve. It was simple. It was like, I mean, look how fast they move into banning, you know, yep. semi-automatic weapons or whatever. You know, like, look how fast they move because you knew that was what was coming next. Right. And it sucks because you're going to follow up another tragedy with potentially, an, you know, another tragedy, like, right. you know, with the gun confiscation. I mean, people have already, I think even there, people have, been di- uh, have died yep. refusing to give up their guns. You know, so that's that's the thing. It, it, it kind of drives you crazy. It's like, you know, you really, like, I, I took a moment, you know, I took a moment for myself with the, after that, everything that happened because it was just so awful like seeing it I don't know if you saw the video I I, yeah. ha, I unfortunately did and like that really drove home at me and so a lot of people are the same way too they hear about it and the left does this good job of like well appealing to everyone's emotions yep and then because again back to the goldfish thing short memory uh-huh. now Damn, the goldfish so to me it'll be okay let's look at New Zealand in fucking two years dude um, dude like the night of the shooting or um, night, the night Kyle saw the video it might have been a few days later. He was like sounding like a little bitch. He was like, I don't know, maybe gun control is a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> man. I like. I I had just finished watching that guy, you know, literally shooting people in the head in the street, and like I turned the video off, and then I get I immediately get into an argument with Matt like two seconds later right. about gun control, and uh, this is on like private messenger, you know, and, yeah. and um, I'm I'm a not a gun control advocate. I do I do take the um. You know, personal defense side. I think that's a strong, the stronger of the two arguments. Yeah. Um, at the same time, like I do think there there can be limits on what you're allowed to possess. You know, we've talked about chemical weapons or nuclear weapons. I mean, how far? Like, are we allowed? Are, are we just blanket people are allowed to have anything? You know what I mean? I mean, there's a lot of things out there that could. So so let's isolate it to, let's say firearms, right? Yeah. What firearm to you do you think that? the american people should not have yeah that's a good i mean um none the answer is none <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I can't really think of one i mean maybe it's we, hard to draw that line it like, is. Like, well, yeah 
But again, I'm very I'm very pro gun compared to where the average American is. Somebody else would say, "Hey, you know, any kind of machine gun or something that could mow down 60 people." And that's what we saw in New Zealand. The guy was just going through and kill, taking out a crowd so quickly because he had the technology, because he had the guns that know, were able no to do that. No one talks about that knife yeah, attack yeah, in China. Resistant, you know? yeah. Well, well, yeah. And but, then the other thing is, uh, nobody talks about how that guy was eventually stopped with a, a guy with a gun. Exactly. A guy with a gun. <laughs> a and then, guy, not even just a guy. A guy, a guy with a gun. Who was not a cop? Machine that wasn't a cop that picked up one of the dude's guns and threw the gun at him. Abdul Aziz, shout yep. to him. And yeah, the police wow. actually got there forty minutes after the incident started. So, in most shootings like that, right? It's like okay, I, I, I don't know if y'all been in shootouts before. Usually, in a shootout, once the first sh- round is let off, everybody fucking runs. Anybody that has a gun, if they're in the actual shootout. They exchange, they a couple of seconds, somebody either gets shot and somebody leaves or everybody scatters. In a scenario where I'm the only person, one with the gun, whoever can't get away, I get to shoot them people. So the concept of gun control is basically saying like, yo, don't do this, bad guy. This is against the rule. And if I'm the fucking dude that's it's like what Bruce Lee said, there's nothing more dangerous than a man that's committed to biting your nose off. Right. If I've made a decision, yeah. I'm going to bite your fucking nose off. It's really fucking hard to stop a person that's that committed unless you have can meet that level of force. So usually in shootings, right, when someone with a firearm shows up, that person either A, is taken into custody, or B, kill himself. So I would rather someone early show up and like, hey, I'm going to shoot the shit out you, and they kill himself. <laughs> Problem solved. That's why we have the data. It's now 16 states that are constitutional carry in America. Those seem to be growing, too. Those are growing fast. We need to pump those numbers up. Absolutely. Those are rookie (laughs) rookie numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I mean, you can... Those um, those states have notoriously violent lower crime, lower violent crimes. Yeah. So it's like there's a general culture there of... Yeah, I, yeah it already I might exists. run into some buckshot. I go in somebody's house. What girl are you raping if there's a 75% chance, if I'm the weirdo, yeah. going out to rape today, <laughs> right? <laughs> going in windows. Right. <laughs> now you're questioning, shit. Mm-hmm. Yep, right? I might not be the exactly. area to rape in. Right. Same concept. Firearms are used between 500,000, half a million times a year, to somewhere up towards 3 million times a year annually in defensive gun usages. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like you're not campaigning for guns as much as you're campaigning for safety. Correct. This is (laughs) conflict resolution. This is de-escalation. This is political education. Yeah, I I look at guns as a tool, uh, much like a hammer. You know, Mm -hmm. you can use a hammer for construction or you could bash someone's head in More people die from hammers, I think. I don't know. I think there's You know, I I think that where we need to focus on is the root cause of shootings, which is the mind, right? Right. That your mind is what makes you act and makes you do things. And so what is going on with our culture specifically u.s culture where these things have become so commonplace like why are there people going into schools and shooting them up um what is going on with people's heads where they think that this is acceptable so there's several answers to that one um the uh, this crazy because i posted this on a gram video at the same radio station uh this morning um you're talking about broken family structures 
And I know it sounds so fucking cliche, but it's like true. No, it's really true. That's where no, everything, true. everything right. starts yeah. at home. Right. And everything I, starts I'm at home. I'm literally watching the difference between when my children know that I'm around and okay, I can get away with this with mom, but I can't get away with yeah. this with dad. <laughs> and you oh, did yeah. it too. Right. <laughs> yep, yep. So right. Even, and then even going, hey, man, what you doing? Come play basketball with me. Come do da da da. Hey, I'm doing laundry. Let's talk while we infusing a concept of purpose into young people right mm -hmm. as opposed to you, you you look at the vast majority of the you know the, the young men you know that shot people um this this kid down in, in uh stoneman douglas was like got the cops called on him 38 times yeah, yeah. like what the fuck like at what point nobody no one down there in, in in you know broward county decided to be like you know what maybe we should pull this young man in hey what's going on mm. let's get them involved in extracurricular activities let's add to their actual thing. What happened to the Police Athletic League in Broward County? Right. Like, mind you, they're like the most well endowed and and you know yeah. county uh, sheriff department endowed. Wait, they have huge cops. Right? Huge cops down there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Their endowment from like they just get they got a, they literally have a Lamborghini. And there was yeah, a TV, I saw that shit. That's there was a TV up. show that the police women of Broward County like a few years ago. Like that's a big. It's a, like a very like. Big district, you know, when it comes to like like cops, they're always filming cops down there too. Right. It's it's like at what point, you know? Because at what they, point? they juke the stat game to make instead of dealing with the actual matters at hand and solving the problem. Again, an ounce of prevention is worth more than a pound of cure, but there's more money in the cure. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's the same concept. We we and this is a holistic approach to how we we as American society have allowed ourselves to get to the point where, you know, in all of these different industries, we're not taking a moment to go, how can we cut out the bullshit? We're going, damn, if I let a little bit of the bullshit pop off, I could create industries and economies off of a little bit of the bullshit. Dr. Sebi made a statement where he said, um, a society that um, hides the cure to continue selling, you know, death isn't a society, it's an insane asylum. So we in we in that space, and then if we're if we look at it from that lens, well, shit, that's why there's people going insane. Then you got to tie in the fucking FDA in the pocket of the fucking big pharmaceutical industry. Yep. Right. Yep. You think? Uh, well, we could talk. You got to. You think? You think Nipsey got like taken out because of that? I think on a you think on a more just, local level, I think that I think I think there's LAPD that wanted Nipsey Hustle, and nobody's talking about looking at the developers south central where he owned that property oh, shit. yeah yeah mm -hmm. okay right yeah okay Damn. so we're there's not talking big, about there's a lot of players there's a lot of players yeah. potentially could do that the guy that um has been uh charged with murdering him has now come out and said the lapd and if it could be a conspiracy theory i know that's a cia term <laughs> however right yeah um he said yo they offered me seventy five thousand dollars to do it and they told me that i would not go to jail so yeah. there's a bunch of layers there, but I think that there's, uh, listen. Because he this, was producing a documentary. Producing, a, but even, okay, so take the documentary, for example. That case was in 1985. Sebi's information is still it's on all YouTube. Out there. Yeah. So it's like, all right, okay, maybe that's the play, or that could have been, but on a different level. To me, developers, which is, you know, billion-dollar industries in South Central Los Angeles, these are all things that are like, 
All right, well, why couldn't they do it? Why wouldn't the LAPD, who yeah. has a history of certain portions of the LAPD being corrupt? No way, really? Absolutely not. I've <laughs> never saying? heard of a thing. Like, no. All of these it. things, I just know that at the end of the day, um, another human decided to not see value in that very powerful brother. Yeah. And then it still has to come back to the individual. Even yeah. if he can prove that the LAPD agreed to say, we're going to give you 75K to do this, bro, you still pulled that trigger. So it's still a system yeah. and it's still the individual. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's all of those different layers, the, but I just think it's most important that we everybody com- keep streaming his music, go buy the merch, keep that marathon alive. Yeah. The now, conflict resolution. Is, is, oh, is there anything, uh, yeah, we're running low on time here. Okay. Is, is there anything that, that you want to say to, you just want people to hear before we, we close this? Um, man, support the work, man. You know, don't, don't, don't just accept the narrative that, you know, guns are bad. You know, um, look into conflict resolution, look into de-escalation. Anybody that wants to, that may have learned something here, you know, in this conversation or agree with some of the things that we all discussed here, you know, if you want to support our work, um, we keep these classes free. Well, in in this conversation, we're more arguing about, like, should we be allowed to have nukes? Yeah, but yeah, so we're all on board with this. Um, yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, I mean, so obviously, we we like what you're doing. Work, so yeah, we, we it. like For it sure. a lot, man. Um, so I wanted say, you here. But what about yeah, you're super ins- ins- inspirational. Dude. Thank you. Thank Hell yeah, you. man. Um, shameless plug. GoFundMe.com forward slash Black Guns Matter. Bam. How's the campaign going, City oh, Council? It's, How, it's what going what good. can you? So yeah, I can I can allude like, to real quick. Like, there, tell us there's about. there's some there's some rumblings that I may be running Maybe. for oh, that's city rumblings? council. Oh, okay. These rumblings, rumblings that I may be you know running for city council at large in Philadelphia. Um, there may or may not be some sort of uh, website that exists. Oh, okay. So it's, that, that it's may, just a theory. It's a theory. It's it's it may there. be a conspiracy theory. Someone well, threw that it out conspiracy there. sounds awesome. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> may um, or may not. Yeah, y'all, can't you confirm know, but, or deny. But right, I cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> but no, um, you know, people just stay tuned, and uh, we might be doing some great stuff in Philly. Do you know Philly's like eighty percent Democrat? Eighty yes. percent. That's, well, that's, that's like, that sounds like Baltimore. Baltimore. Right, right, yo, be more in Philly. Like very even similar visually. Like they're in the same. North Philly is the same thing. Yeah, blue yeah. collar industry gone, redlining right. districts. Yep, history of race, like just yeah, very I similar. Tell, tell very you real similar. quick, there's a. Uh, I was, you know, I go in the city, I get my son's haircut done, and we uh, one time there was a bunch of traffic, so I just took the back way home. It took us through some like bad parts of town, and just over a bunch of these row homes, and like, half of them were like burnt out, just mm-hmm. completely burnt out. I mean, there's homeless people living yep. on the streets, and a big someone took a sign. It was probably two, by the length of two row homes, and they put it up on these empty row homes and said, "Vote Democrat." <laughs> Wow. Yeah, and I wish I took a picture Bro, of it. Man, they're, they, they have they put up signs wow. and like the word, and it's like, look at this shit. That's why when like, Trump was in Detroit and he was like, "You got no jobs. Yeah. You you, <laughs> yeah, right. you you go down the street, you get shot. <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you got to lose?" That resonated with so many people yep, from the yeah. hood. Was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think <laughs> you. <laughs> Give him a shot. I think you should run Democrat. If you're in a 80% Democrat city, why bother running as a Republican? What well, the real the He's real running as a libertarian, Kyle? The re- if alleged, 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 okay. alleged, alleged. I mean, like, well, if, saying, if you were to run, if, <laughs> I'm just saying, Kyle, the, come lately. The real the real race is in the primary, the Democratic yeah. primary in a city, and that's where the real competition is. And you know, you can make a big splash I mean, doing that. I, honestly, dude, I don't I don't give a fuck like what who you run as. Yeah. I mean, 
mean, yeah, man. I, I, like, right. I like what you're saying. Right. So. If, if the yeah. principles are the same, <laughs> yeah. right. Right. It's like, all it's, right, I mean, cool. It doesn't matter what letter you right. got next to your name. Right. Right. Yeah. You got right. my vote. Being on the libertarian team, I'm going to be more proud of you because it's like on my team. Right. But I mean, either way, I mean, if you're saying what you're saying, you're still on my team. Right. So it's like, you know, I, I'm labels. not going to hate. The labels is the labels, labels yeah. but the substance is the substance. Yeah. But, right. I, but so I had a conversation with um, an old Philadelphia mayor and governor. Um, oh, Riddendell. Bam. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, you nev- you'll never win. As an, you never win. As, you know, it's just how the city works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, 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 yeah. And I'm like, well, maybe. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? To me, though, I think, but think about this. Again, it's the Rocky. It's Rocky. Yeah, man. The hood is identified that that big ass sign that says yep. vote Democrat. The hood is going like, bro, I don't know if this shit is still the way. Yeah, like it's uh, like. Unfortunately, they still vote that way. They still do. They're like Apollo Creed. They're receptive Mm -hmm. to the concept of, but the messenger Mm -hmm. hasn't been. Like, if some dude comes through, and it's like I I could say the same thing uh, that a a freedom dude would say, but let's say he's got Oxford and shoes or whatever them kind of shoes is fucking called, right? And they go, yeah, sure fucking thing, Bob. I don't, you don't get me. Even though Bob is like, yo, I know exactly what the fuck is going on. But if I say the same thing that Bob said, they go, damn, Maj, that that seems to make sense. There's not a defense mechanism up. Mm. You know yep, what I'm saying? Yep. So to me, I, how how awesome would the the rumble be if we could say to Urban America and they got behind it and went, yo, you know, you have another option. You know what I'm saying? Like. You know you don't have to do this. Like when when, yep, when I tell yeah. people from Democrat or Republican, and they're like, "Yeah, our side is the freedom side." And it's like, bro, you're picking one of these two. Who do you identify as freedom? George Washington. He didn't even want a fucking two party system. All right. So that opening of the mind to make urban America go, yo. I don't really know if I bang with the Republicans, but I can clearly see that fifty years or seventy years of these policies on the left have been kind of fucking us up. Yeah. What else you got? Oh, yeah. and Maj is with that too. All right, cool. Let's get at a shot. I mean, I think like, dude, I wouldn't problem. give a shit if you ran as a Republican, a Democrat, a, right. a Libertarian. I mean, it's like I said, I'll take pride in, in uh, that you're a Libertarian, you know, because I mean, I like that party. I'm biased right. to that, but I mean, it really, I mean, it's the however the best way for you to get in office or. Even if you can't get in office, if you were to allegedly try to run, hypothetically, you know, um, okay. but for you, just to, an educational campaign. I mean, if you right. think about it, for the best way for you to just be heard by as many people. Yep. I, I think you're you're inspiring, dude. Yep. And uh, live free or die. So do the cards and the death machine You can't justify killing by economic gain For God, country, and democracy You can put freedom in that point in a fine land You support the truth that bring them home I believe the joke will do the best for you And I believe that we have the power, have the power Make the break, break the power, break the power